Manabu Nakanishi wrestled his final match for New Japan Pro Wrestling at Currican Hall on February 22nd, 2020. He had a career that lasted over 27 years. Today, in part two of our series, we are looking at Nakanishi's WCW days. Welcome to Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. We are officially a part of the Pure Japanese Pro Wrestling Podcast family. Check out Pure Japanese Pro Wrestling on Facebook to experience all of our great podcasts. Nakanishi's first appearance in WCW was actually 12 days after his pro debut in 1992. He appeared at Halloween Havoc, sitting in the crowd alongside NJPW and NWA president Saichi Sakaguchi at ringside. Three years later, he wrestled and returned to WCW under the name Kurosawa. For the rest of this episode, I will be referring to Nakanishi as Kurosawa. He joined a stable called the Stud Stable, which was led by Colonel Robert Parker. And also featured Ming. At Clash of the Champions 31, in August of 1995, he was in the opening contest. Kurosawa and Ming with Colonel Robert Parker faced Road Warrior Hawk and Sting. Sting was a U.S. champion at the time. Kurosawa was billed as the terror from the Far East. Kurosawa seemed to have a really good time beating up Road Warrior Hawk. Hawk and Sting hit the Doomsday device on Kurosawa and got the one, two, three. Immediately after the bell rang, though, Kurosawa quickly grabbed the arm of Hawk and broke it. This put Hawk on the shelf for around two months. Later, Kurosawa faced Mike Davis. In this match, he defeated him with a seated armbar, while Robert Parker was looking on in approval. This is the same seated armbar that put Hawk on the shelf. In a tag team match, Kurosawa and Ming faced White Lightning, Tim Horner, and Torin Reader on WCW Prime Wrestling. Dusty Rhodes was announcing and said that Kurosawa was even more dangerous since Clash of the Champions. Meng and Kurosawa hit a high-low on Reader, and then Meng hits the shoulder breaker. Kurosawa holds up Torin Reader, and Meng kicks him in the back, and then in one fluid motion... Kurosawa brings him to the mat to apply the seated armbar. Reader taps out, but they beat him down some more, not allowing the trainers to come in and help. The next month, Kurosawa is escorted to the ring by Colonel Robert Parker to face the undefeated Sergeant Craig Pittman. While on the outside, Kurosawa pulled some of the protective mat that covers the exposed concrete up from ringside. Then he picked Pittman up on his shoulders and dropped him on his head. Back in the ring, Kurosawa got the belly-to-back suplex with a bridge for the one, two, three. On commentary, Steve Mongo McMichael said that he never thought he would see Pittman be dominated like that. Six days before Halloween Havoc 1995, Kurosawa faced the macho man, Randy Savage. Eric Bischoff promoted that Macho had an injured arm. When the match kicked off, Macho immediately dropped Colonel Parker to the mat 
and Kurosawa went on the offense. Kurosawa was in control of the Macho Man for almost the entire match. Macho only got two offensive maneuvers in, finally getting Kurosawa to the mat. Macho went to the top and hit the big elbow for the one, two, three. Road Warrior Hawk finally returned from his broken arm at Halloween Havoc 1995. And he was out to get his revenge against Kurosawa. Kurosawa was walked out to the ring by Colonel Robert Parker. Hawk comes out with a lot of intensity and brings a fight to Kurosawa. Colonel Parker distracts Hawk a few times and even grabs his leg. This gives him a clothesline from the ring apron for his trouble. Kurosawa gets Hawk into a fireman's carry and drives him down to the mat with a crucifix driver. He pins Hawk while Colonel Parker holds his feet and Kurosawa gets the win. Kurosawa gets a big win against a major name like Hawk and gets a pay-per-view victory at the same time. He leaves up the ramp screaming, Kurosawa is the best. In December of 1995, he faced an even bigger name. On an episode of Nitro, he faced the man they call Sting. Kurosawa came to the ring without Colonel Parker. Early in the night, Colonel Parker ran off with Sister Sherry. The two square up and Sting quickly clotheslines Kurosawa to the outside. Back in the ring, Kurosawa gets some offense and tries to break Sting's arm. Sting winds up hitting the Stinger splash and then locks him in the Scorpion Deathlock for the win. The next year, in April 1996, Kurosawa gets a match on WCW Pro. Kurosawa was now going it alone without a manager. This match was for the TV title and was against Lex Luger. Luger was also half of the World Tag Team Champions along with Sting. Luger was managed by the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Kurosawa had a strong showing and got in a lot of offense against the double champion. He even kicked Luger so hard it knocked him out of the ring. Kurosawa picks Luger up over his shoulder and drives him down to the mat, but Luger kicks out. Jimmy Hart gets to the apron to distract the referee and throws the megaphone to Luger. Luger hits Kurosawa, picks him up in the torture rack, and gets the win. It's very impressive that a name like Lex Luger, who at the time was also TV and tag champion, had to go through all of that to beat Kurosawa. Kurosawa would close out his WCW run when he faced Rick Steiner on WCW Saturday night in a losing effort. In September of 1996, Manabu Nakanishi came back to NJPW and had instant success. This stretch of Nakanishi's career will be covered in our next episode. Thank you for checking out Wrestling Stable Stories. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Stable and visit us at WrestlingStable.com where you don't join, you're chosen.